0: So There Was is a Weird History Podcast, where three weird guys talk about three weird stories. But the catch is, one of us is lying. Maybe you'll figure it out before we do. I don't know. Names, characters, places, or events mentioned here are either the products of our imagination or are completely true. Any resemblance to actual persons or events we say in this podcast just might be on purpose. What's up? <laughs> oh no, he's gone mute.
1: <laughs> did we mute his channel?
0: Oh, no. What's up? It's Yvonne. And it's Diva. <laughs>
1: Diva. Yes. And it's. It's. Boom. It's an umlaut. <laughs> uh, With an umlaut. So, welcome to the so there Was podcast where we delve deep into the bowels of the internet. And we're gonna start off this uh, this episode with a segment called. So what?
2: The cross oh, is. Oh. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so Davis, new segment.
1: Yeah, we have it? a new segment to christen our new studio. This is called Top Tier. Ooh. So what I'm gonna do is give you guys five options, and it's gonna be uh, you know about a certain subject, and you guys are gonna wrap. Uh, and you guys are going to rank them into an S tier, which is best in their class, and unquestionably good. B tier, a nice thing to have, but not essential, and an F tier, something that we don't want to talk about. Mm. So, the first thing we're going to discuss is what the, the, the top team-up movies within the last 10 years. So, I'm going to say a movie, and you guys are going to rank it, alright? S, B, or F. Glass. By M. Night Shyamalan. Mm. F. 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 Why? Why is it F? Because <laughs> it was it, a terrible movie. Everybody agrees on that.
0: Okay, it's, yeah, it's
2: M. Night okay. Shyamalan. He's a, he's a hit or miss director. No, he's, a all, he's all an all miss, miss, no miss, no hit. He's an all miss, no hit director. Right.
1: What, what about Avengers by Joss Whedon? Is mm. it B? The first one? The first one.
2: It's a B. Avengers. That, for me, that's like, yeah, a B. A B.
1: It's a B. Yeah.
0: I mean, it, look, it looks like it's shot like a TV show. Because so it was shot by a guy who only knows how to shoot TV shows. Yeah. Which is which is. Sad. And he no, only knows how to write TV shows. And he's bald and he has a beard. And if they're if they if they're built like that, you can't trust
1: them. All right. Uh, what about Ocean's Eleven by Steven Soderbergh? <laughs>
2: what? The
1: old one, the 1960s. With Ocean's three? Eleven. Just with just the Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven, the one by Steven Soderbergh with uh, the the guy that played Batman. George Clooney. Yeah, George Clooney, that guy.
2: I've actually never
0: seen Ocean's Eleven, so I can't really say I have, day. but why is it on a team-up list?
1: Because he assembles a team of of robber dudes. Yeah, but we had never met them before. Exactly. It's a team-up movie. It's a team-up movie. Please. Best team-up movies. Is Armageddon assemble... on this list? <laughs> is, it, is Armageddon you, like, here? Let's rate Ocean's Eleven first.
2: I don't know. I'm guessing it's probably like a B.
1: I don't know. It's, is, is it essential? It's, it's a is C. It, is it unquestionably good? It's a C. Uh, you can't have a C. It's S, B, or F. The Spuvuv. Oh. The Spuvuv system.
0: I'm going B for I'll this get one. B. I'll put a B. Yeah.
1: And the next one is Armageddon by Michael Bay. <laughs> How do you guys feel about that? Armageddon was the first I superhero. Want more superhero movie <laughs> it is the first superhero movie. They destroy an asteroid.
0: I want more tears.
1: SBR. I need more letter tears. Essential, unquestionably good, or we don't want to talk about it. It was never there.
2: Hmm. I'm saying for Armageddon. It has to be an S for me. An S tier. They saved the world (laughs) um, uh, from an asteroid. But the thing is, wouldn't it be easier to train astronauts to (laughs) drill things things than than to train (laughs) oil drillers (laughs) to be astronauts? Yeah, that's probably it. Why don't they
1: just send big robots?
2: And like half of them die within like the first few minutes they're on
1: the asteroid. Very tragic. What do you guys... Okay, Okay, last one. A Bug's Life by Pixar. It's not a team that? up movie. It is a team up movie. Flick. What are these It's just a regular movie? <laughs> no, it's a team up movie. Flick, an That's ant, a... finds a bunch of circus performers to try to take down mm. this uh this this uh Is he a cockroach? Or Why a... is it
0: Magnificent Seven on here? That's a team up movie. Yeah. yeah. I would I would first things first, the a bug slide.
2: It's it's the classic You magnificent... said last.
0: This is the last one. Last one. A bug slide I put it in a, put it in an S, but I wouldn't call it uh a a uh, a of
1: movie Magnificent 7 was not in any top 10 lists What do you mean mm. Where did you get these lists from The internet The internet never mm. lies Okay what where would you guys put Magnificent 7
0: I seriously doubt and where y- you haven't seen at least like 3 of these movies <laughs> I, I don't watch movies uh, so seven,
1: I can't comment That's why seven. I'm giving you guys uh the the lists
0: Magnificent seven,
2: S or S- B well, which one S oh, the, oh, yeah, the, yeah. the mo
1: Okay we'll start with the uh the latest one Magnificent Seven. The one where... where Chris uh, Pratt goes so like on between. Vacation. The one where yes, Star-Lord
2: yeah. uh, becomes a cowboy. Yes.
1: And does magic tricks. That's like a B bordering on F. <laughs> okay, what about the original one?
2: With uh, Yul Brenner. <laughs> yeah. The guy who's, wh- whose head looks like a Q-tip. <laughs> what? S. 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 I haven't okay, seen S, it, S.
1: Alright, so that's top tier, where we find the best, so you don't have to.
2: No, hold on. I, I have I have my own movie. Let me throw in. <laughs> let me throw me. in one. Now, hear me out. The fifth wave. of um, <laughs> 2015 not a movie. obscure movie reference. No, it's
0: not a, a team up movie.
1: I mean, they <laughs> have a team at the end. They have a team. I didn't watch it. Oh, that.
2: No, they don't. They bring in a, a, a special group of people with a certain set of skills. No, they don't. At the end do they have it the well, it turns out they they're the monsters <laughs> if, if we are if, the fifth wave if, it wasn't
1: even if, since they <laughs> said we are the fifth wave and reference themselves and the movie title i'm going to give it an s tier for breaking the meta oh
0: i'm going to give it an F-tier, cause like f tier cuz it's the
1: worst i've seen the movie it's terrible oh.
2: yeah f for fantastic anyway yeah. that's 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 yeah. that pretty cool hopefully next time you will get some better
1: movies <laughs> 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 better movies it's it's ironic because none of these are amazingly good
0: uh, there's like two of them that weren't a even weren't A even... Bug's Life excuse me A Bug's Life see that it's great it's, an S- it's not a team up movie, such a... movie it's such it is a team up
1: so, kind of so I've got a story that's kind of topical since we are in the summer amidst a lockdown I'd, I'd like we're to talk we're not
2: we're not in lockdown anymore I think I think oh. it's gotten to you yeah. it's gone Oh, amid
1: amid a virus amid a virus
2: sorry guys um uh someone's calling me I think you can even hear that oh do- Donald Trump? Thank you, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, uh, no. No, no, of course not. Donald. Donnie.
0: My boy.
1: Donnie.
2: What's do- Donnie, I'm I can't do that for you. That's that's treason, sir. Yeah, so um, it wasn't important. Continue.
1: Okay, so since we're, we're amid a virus pandemic type thing, I'd, I'd like to talk about the the great memories we've had with the past Olympic Games. Mm, When was the
2: last past Olympic
1: Games? I don't keep track of it. This year. No. Okay, so the Olympics is known as a very prestigious event where nations compete in various sports and athletic disciplines. And it's an honor to participate and represent your country in the Olympic Games. And for NBC... uh, telebroadcasting network that presents and comments on the events, the pressure to perform is at an all time high. Mm. And sometimes the quotes that come from these commenters have become infamous and recirculated online every four years. Don't you mean commentators?
2: Commenters?
1: Comments. Commenters. People all who comment oh, on YouTube. <laughs> autocorrect
2: Auto auto-correct. autocorrect. but with speech impediments. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what? Okay, so so start us uh, to start us off, this is uh, this was this comment was made by Stuart Pierce and he was commenting on the 2007 men's 5K marathon. He said, "I can see the carrot at the end of the tunnel," <laughs> while viewing one of the British Wait. Uh, Wait. front runners. Hey, carrot. I can see the carrot at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, did
0: this, yeah. this frontrunner have any red hair? To, uh,
1: <laughs> I don't know. No? Did just he just said also, it was British. Or maybe... He also maybe, have
0: a little... Uh, was, he, was there like <laughs> a little bubble at the back of his... Like where his tailbone is? Was like, there like, like a little <laughs> little puff of white? And then anybody saw back. <laughs> did, did he wait. seem to have some uh, really big ears coming up at the top of his oh, head?
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just reporting on the facts. Maybe,
2: <laughs> maybe like... Um, I don't know. Some, he, it was something he drank. Maybe something someone uh, slipped something into his coffee or his tea, right? He said he tea. was British. He was right? British. Yeah. British front runner. Yeah, British humor. I don't. They're weird guys. <laughs> Am I right?
1: Well, it gets even weirder. So David Ackfield commenting on the women's 2010 tennis doubles match, he said, "Strangely, in slow motion replay, the ball seems to hang in the air for even longer." Mm. As he,
2: I mean, that's usually what happens when it's in slow mo. <laughs> so I don't know. About that. This was
1: in 2010. I think slow motion was around for quite a while. uh What else do I got? So another guy named Bobby Robinson. He's a British commentator on ha- and was commenting on how Germany's baton dash team had won gold at the 2009 Hong Kong mm. Olympics. He had this to say. He said, "We didn't underestimate them. They were just a lot better than we thought." Hmm. Mm. Huh. Huh.
2: huh. huh. Was this? British German. Hmm.
0: 1940s. <laughs> 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 2009. You know who else the British underestimated?
1: No wonder they found it. Gandhi. Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh no. John Arlett, commenting on Bill Frindle's preparatory warm-up before throwing a javelin during the 1985 Olympic Games said, Bill Frindle has done a bit of, of mental arithmetic with a calculator here. And it just cuts off then. I don't know what he meant by that.
2: Wait, he Maybe does- Maybe it was like some type mental of Mental arithmetic. With a calculator. With a calculator.
0: Oh. I see maybe he, he pulled out like a calculator it's a actually code guys take. it's a code to his agents in the field in the stadium so that's right? why it's the CIA it's a code you're speaking to him maybe all of these commentators they're actually not just flubbing up and making uh, maybe they're spies making gaffes they're what all they're British spies? he said right not all of them are
2: British but most of them are British and I... we know that British have what MI6 and MI6 and M- all the MI's <laughs> and MI9 MI7 up into 20 we, no, there's actually no MI9 because MI789. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: They have all the digits. But nine. 7, 8, nine. You seven just got that. I just oh got God. that. Oh, oh, I wasn't listening. The latency was oh, I,
2: I see. So I was reading. reading. Yeah.
1: So the last quote I have is We now have exactly the same situation as we had at the start of the race, only exactly opposite. This was said by Murray Walker. Commenting on the women's five hundred meter dash during the two thousand and seventeen Sydney Olympics.
2: Well, well, the thing with commentators is like half the time they're just saying nonsense just so, just for the sole purpose of commentating. And since he was doing this for a women's
0: uh, track, of course, it's twice as boring. Twice as boring. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's no. the same him. thing, yeah. no. <laughs> Women's <laughs> women's sports aren't sport. <laughs> uh, Ivan uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ivan's a raging <laughs> <laughs> misogynist. <massage. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> what in <no>?
2: world? <laughs> What? <laughs> um,
0: you know, like women, they're cool and all. What? <laughs> like, what are you doing? No, no, like don't go there. Oh, no, <laughs> no, he's That's becoming Scott no. Adams.
2: <laughs> what?
0: Who? Uh,
2: obscure reference. To, <laughs> Why would but, you say uh, it's such the a the artist bold thing. of uh, Dilbert?
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> the Dilbert uh, comments. Yeah. well well, that's all I got here this is, what, this is where I got the list from the top 9 comments made by NBC sports commentators during the Summer Olympics released by NBC and NPR it's just a compilation of quotes mm. so there's no real author interesting
0: okay hmm. well except the authors of course are the, the... <laughs> uh, the guys <laughs> Were the guys who did the uh, you know the, the commentator right you know
2: British people so are
0: weird guys They're, they weren't all British
2: most it's of them were so might as well be
1: Mm. So, who's going next?
2: That was very... Uh, <laughs> so, who's going next? <laughs> Wait, pun time. Um, That was very... Uh, hey, that was
0: a pun time I had That brought the competition
1: out of me, guys. That, I gotta say.
0: Ah, it was very sportsy of you to yeah. tell us about that a lot story. Of, about it was, to remember, it was remember British, British you, humor. British <laughs> humor at its... Because
1: <laughs> it's not funny. Best? It's a dry, witty humor. I never
0: got British people. So, my story today is sadly called... Mm-mm... Yummy, ooh and that's that's the title. Mm. Um, just mm-hmm. to get you, like, get you guys, mm, get your, mm. get your get, tongues wetted. I need to for, think about for what I'm about to say, even though it's a really, really disturbing story of a young mother finding out something in her meals. Oh very no, he's turning to Eminem. <laughs> 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 I don't know. So, on November 28th, 2000, just 2000. Uh, Catherine Ortega bought a box of chicken wings at a McDonald's in Newport News, Virginia, and yes, that that is a city called Newport, Newport news. news. What? It's not. It's not a. It's not a news station. <laughs> Hi,
2: welcome, welcome to Newport News News. Um, <laughs> <laughs> your weather today. Oh, oh my! <laughs> you don't even have to add the extra the news, news and views here in Newport News News. <laughs> <The> news, <laughs> <definitely>. <laughs> the news and views. News and views. <laughs> what
1: is that? The news and views in Virginia. <laughs> I'm just getting over the fact that Mickey D's sold Mickey, uh, D's. Mickey D's how do we get to Mickey D's the farm boy
2: who's Mickey D's it's Wait, McDonald's, McDonald's. Oh, really
1: yeah huh, The clownster so the clownster sells chicken the Donald's yeah well in 2000
0: so while dividing up the box of McDonald's mighty wings on a plate Ortega found an unusual looking piece in the box it was gold a Gold nugget, it was gold, really. No, it oh, gold. <laughs> so then, like, she was quoted in saying, I noticed that it had a beak and it had eyes. <laughs> Said Ortega, oh, oh that's not how it's supposed to go. Yeah, you know where this is going. Ah. The unusual piece in question was, in fact, a fried chicken head. Hmm, yeah, it was, yeah, oh, man. very, very, uh, very appealing to the eyes. No, it's not, yeah, maybe. Maybe you it's know, a, a delicacy. It's the, the secret
2: menu. She got the secret no, menu. No, <laughs> no, got, no. She
0: got the secret menu. It was so secret. Not even the people who served the uh the 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 the, the, the meal realized it, it was part of the meal. I, I sense that's foul
1: how, play. That's how honestly.
0: She, somebody wanted to kill her. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any enemies, ma'am? Uh Ortega pulled a Karen, rightly so, what? and called for the manager of the McDonald's, you know. Mm. But she's an Ortega. Yeah, she
2: she's a Karen though. Oh, what? But her name isn't Karen. Her name <laughs> is. Okay,
0: never mind. Uh, yeah. So the mon- the so the manager unapologetically offered her a refund or another box of chicken wings. Uh, he said, just bring it back. We'll send it back or take a set. Send. <laughs> send it back. <laughs> we'll just send it back. Just, you just know? send it back. We'll replace you with another Don't. one. So naturally. The, ma- the manager's like, I'm not another chicken. Dad. Just send it back. <laughs> <laughs> another one? The third one this this week. Charles, you're fired. And then you fire Charles. Poor Charles. Yeah. So of course, naturally, she wasn't satisfied with that answer, or with the customer service, or just I, the I, meal in general. I wouldn't be satisfied. Perhaps, yeah, would yeah. you be satisfied? No. With, with a chicken. Well, actually, a chicken head. Hmm, in your I could meal? sell it. No, you couldn't. For a higher profit. In the streets, it
1: would be negative bucks. People would pay you not to offer it.
0: Ortega brought this uh, this piece of news to the, uh, the 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 local the local newspaper, the Virginia Daily Press, and she also like uh, tried suing them. But then the lawyer said, like, ah, don't, don't do it. Technically, because it's
2: McDonald's.
0: The, the, yeah, it is McDonald's. McDonald's, not only the that. giant
2: corporation that's owned by Disney. That is rules, it owned by Disney? I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? They, they, they rule America with an iron, an iron goblet.
0: Yeah, the lawyers like, dissuaded her not to sue because technically the chicken head was part of the chicken. It wasn't like it was a mouse head, so it wasn't like foreign uh, yeah. material. And also, like they, 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 were, they were willing to reimburse her. Right. So yeah,
1: she asked for a chicken. She got more <laughs> chicken than she needed.
2: It doesn't say on the menu what part of the chicken you get
0: the nuggets hey <laughs> it, it literally, it literally it says, chicken, <laughs> you know,
1: wings and thighs. <laughs> it says. It does not say head.
0: It says mighty wings, and a head. Apparently. Something. Oh wait, she didn't get nuggets. She got just
1: she got chick- wings chicken. And-
0: it was chicken wings oh. now we're fried. Huh. Okay. And so basically, yeah, that's that's it. I uh, I have two sources. Uh, one of them is from abcnews.com, and it's uh, the title, you know, McDonald's customer gets chicken head, and that was mm. in uh, 2006, which is a a weird a weird gap. I don't know why. And then the other one is from a methodshop.com, and it says shocked woman finds a fried chicken head in her McDonald's order. And that was in 2000. So
2: back in the day, in the 2000s, when McDonald's quality was it was bad but it wasn't really bad when well, they had fried chicken actual real fried chicken,
1: chicken. I never at least it was real at
2: least you know the chicken from that restaurant was real because there's a chicken head in there
1: or was this just a marketing strategy to get free advertising mm. <laughs> oh mm.
2: that was a very uh, fishy story no
0: no that's not it because no, <laughs> you know it tastes like chicken <laughs> <laughs> what? no fish tastes like fish chicken tastes like chicken Human people, dude, taste like chicken. Well, well, yeah, they... I'm not saying that, that I'm a uh, an authority
1: on that subject, but. So, Bum, what do you have? What you got?
0: Mm, well, I
2: have an explosive story of my own. Ah. Mm. So, there was Bazooka Charlie. So, picture this it's 1944. <laughs> and you're on the. And, you know, we're on a distant battlefield in France, okay? And a heavily armored column of Panzer and Tiger tanks are advancing on an American position, okay? And they need to escape. But they can't because like, they're blocked off. But what's that sound? They look up and they see just a small little uh, reconnaissance plane. <laughs> a
1: bazooka. No, it's
2: not a guy riding a bazooka. <laughs> but no, they, it's, a, it's a reconnaissance plane. It's a, uh, nicknamed the grasshopper that they used during World War II. And it's flying overhead, right? And like, they're kind of disappointed, the Americans, because they expected actual planes to help them out. <laughs> but oh, well, but it's, it's, it's just merely a reconnaissance plane. But then uh, the, the American troops noticed that the German column of the tanks, while they would normally uh, just like uh, shrug it off, because, <clears throat> because back then if you saw a reconnaissance plane, you wouldn't want to shoot at it, or else they would like phone in for artillery on your position. And so they noticed that the Germans this time, they're, they're shooting at the, at the plane, and they're concentrating all their fire on this small little grasshopper. And then the plane swoops down, and then they see that there are six bazookas strapped <laughs> onto <laughs> the, <laughs> the wings. And, if I, and they, they see it as like two bazookas let loose and hit, uh, hit like two tanks. And they put those two tanks out of commission. They, so this, What is this, is this, Indiana Jones? So this, this madman... Oh, this is
0: MacGyver.
2: <laughs> this, this MacGyver flies in, shoots off two bazookas, and takes down two of the tanks. And then they start retreating, allowing for the American troops to safely uh, leave their position. So let's go back two in years. Time. Two years earlier. And we meet Charles Carpenter, a former history teacher who enlisted in the U.S. Army in 1942 and was commissioned as a second lieutenant. So he was a pretty smart guy and he wanted to be a fighter pilot in World War II. And so <clears throat> he was commissioned as a second lieutenant and after... Completing flight training, he flew light observation aircraft and accumulated substantial flight training for enemy surveillance and observation. Observe, observe, I can't say observation. You just and, said it. And observation and artillery scouting missions. So he he flew those types of missions. And so in 1944, uh, Carpenter was promoted and assigned to combat duty with the 1st Bombardment Division in France. But once he got there, he was again assigned to fly scouting missions and so he was disappointed in that because he wanted to be uh, he wanted to be a fighter pilot not a scouting pilot and so his plane uh, back then was the L4H and it was a small spotter plane <clears throat> that he, uh, he flew and so uh, kind of frustrated that he wasn't able to fly overhead uh, doing like actual Actual cool pilot stuff. Uh, yeah, you like, know, loops, like strapping
0: bazookas. Yeah, so,
2: <laughs> so he got the idea to uh, strap bazookas onto his plane. So uh-huh. while, he was, while he was stationed at his base, he noticed that other pilots were experimenting with strapping bazookas onto their planes, but then none of them had really actually tried it. So oh. he decided, you know, I'm going to take that. So he, he got... Uh, so when he started off, wait, so yeah, he attached two bazookas onto his plane and called it Rosie the Rocketeer. Ah. And after some more testing, Carpenter added two more rockets, and then later on, two more. Oh. So <laughs> with a uh, combined, combined six uh, bazookas, he operated the bazookas with a battery ignited toggle switch huh. that he held in his hand. Huh. So he just fly in,
1: hit the button, and then
2: he would let loose, like... A volley of, of rockets wow yeah so the bazookas they strapped on they're uh regular uh, i think like m- m1 m something bazookas but they're ineffective on like the front armor of especially panzer and tiger tanks right and they would only do damage if it was from the side or from above right so, so. flying in from above at uh, a 30 degree angle ah. he could dive bomb and uh, hit the the tanks but it was it was a suicidal mission basically because he had to pull up at the last second sustaining several g's so after equipping his plane with these rockets he would go around and start hunting german forces (laughs) while he was scouting as well and he got permission from the base to do this so even against like heavy tanks like the tiger one the bazookas as airborne weapons were highly effective at immobilizing them but his, uh, his greatest accomplishment was when uh, the Nazis launched a counterattack uh, on the 4th Armored Division, and they were breaking through the line, and they were going to get to the headquarters. But uh, Carpenter took his plane, his, his, his tiny little plane, and he started like flying back and forth, trying to disrupt the the movement of the German troops. And he did that single-handedly in the air, and he actually helped the, he helped the Americans escape from the HQ. Wow. Yeah. So Impressive. So throughout the war, Carpenter would continue his raids on unsuspecting Germans, raining hellfire from the sky. By this time, everyone knew him as the Mad Major uh, because he was mad and crazy. <laughs> or he was just mad all the time. <laughs> <laughs> or he was just right. mad. So by the end of the war, he had gotten the Air Medal, the Silver Star, and the Bronze uh, Star Medal. And his official tank kill count was six, but his unofficial <laughs> his count <laughs> was unofficial. way higher. Huh. Like yeah. twelve <laughs> yeah, so like his confirmed kill count was six, and he actually survived the war and went back to becoming a history teacher in a high school until his death in nineteen sixty six from cancer uh-huh. this is a pretty yeah. b a did i know teacher. did like, he teach about himself uh, he actually he rarely talked about his uh his place in the war Ah, uh, good man, so the high school students never knew that they were <laughs> they were being taught by a mad guy mad scientist mad scientist the who Elon
0: bazookas. Musk of bazookas and and rockets
1: yeah. so, uh, howling mad Murdoch of World War two so my sources are well I
2: first found it on the infographic show which is a YouTube history uh, segment thing and it was uh, the title was bazooka Charlie pilot who attached a bazooka to a plane and my next source is war history online Mad Major Carpenter attached six bazookas to his artillery spider plane and went tank hunting by Jack Knight. My last air source... <laughs> my <laughs> last no, source of air No, my... <laughs> sorry, <what>? <laughs> <laughs> My last source is Airspace Magazine, Bazooka Charlie, and the Grasshopper, A Tale of World War II by Jim Busha or Busha. Buscemi. Not Busha. Busce. Bush.
0: Bush. 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 The That's... same
2: Bush that became... Pr- no. Oh... <laughs> uh, Mm. Hmm. Yeah. So that was my explosive story. Whoa. Wow, you blew my mind with that. Yeah. With that. Fact. And you and blew a lot of people away. <laughs> oh. And they never—they were—they never saw their families again. Too <laughs> soon. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> yeah. Like that—that that tank commander.
0: He like he had a wife and kids, but. Hey, it was his fault for standing up out of that tank. <laughs> I mean,
2: like you know, you picked the wrong side. Yeah. You know. But then again, you know, that's—that's that's what war is. You know. Even on the other side, they think they're under the side. <laughs> what? I am <can't>, uh, <laughs> not getting philosophical. Uh, um, Hey, they, they th- think too, you know. It's just that they're on the other side. Of- okay.
1: Uh, well, well, thank you for that diatribe <laughs> about philosophy. We'll be right back after deliberating. After these messages. And and listen and please listen to to this amazing uh, commercial. Yeah, commercial break that pays the bills. So let's hop into the ads. Hey, it's Bum,
2: your favorite podcaster and host. And uh, yeah, blue tape, you, you know what it is. You've heard this uh, th- thousands of times, right? Thousands, or hundreds, or millions. Anyway, blue tape, uh, you can get it at your local hardware store or hardware supply store, whatever. Uh, you can use blue tape for a lot of things. You can use it to repair stuff, to. Do miscellaneous work around a house you know holding up your pictures your books yes your books and your shoes why your shoes i don't know you can use it to i don't know tape things because you don't want to use regular tape because regular tape is so bad i've used regular tape before you know like the clear one or like the, the weird like frosty you know you know it's not really clear it's kind of opaque yeah that type of tape it's really bad. It does not stick, but blue tape, however, on the other hand, blue tape works wonders. I use blue tape all the time. You've heard me say it a thousand times. So yeah, go go. just show, show your support for blue tape because they're awesome and they're cool. Uh, next, we're on Spotify, iTunes, CastBox. Go check us out there. Uh, we still have that trailer up uh, that you can use. Go send it to family or friends who are interested in the show, maybe, you know. Who knows you might not know we don't know yeah go check that out too and secondly I want to thank Lacrembo for putting out his music for all to use we used his track Biscuit for opening theme so you can go check him out on YouTube or Insta or Twitter you know any social media platforms so check him out there and lastly if you tweet about the show thank you so much you're doing us wonders keep it up you're cool and you're awesome as always so yeah, I think that's it. Let's get back to the show.
0: Oh, man. It's so nice to know that people are listening to this. Yeah. Isn't if you great? skip
2: the, the ad segment, shame on you. How
0: dare you? How dare you? What kind of person? No, what kind of thing are you? You're what, not human. What are you? A, 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 a person? No, mm. that's not it. Yeah. You're, or, you're like yeah. a cube. Yeah. That's what you are, because you're <laughs>
1: square. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh I, God I, got him. But a cube is not square. <laughs> all right I, I got a few questions for you guys Ooh. if you don't mind yes sir yes sir I'm so fir- first things first ivan wait where you go <laughs> okay so <laughs> he ran so, off there so <laughs> ivan, i got i got i got a train of thought that you got a board right now and that is I, I don't really know this is this is this is a very hard uh this is a very hard question to think because i've heard of stores like this where you find something weird Wacky, but not wonderful in in some chicken and stuff. But uh, so n- the uh, the FDA was not called into this at all. I I don't know. They uh, weren't you know. called, and oh. she didn't
0: sue. So like, I guess that's why her lawyers told her not to sue. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. Bum. bum that's what
1: the FDA didn't get involved. I, I got a question for you. So <laughs> the, the only thing about this is like, so. I'm having a hard time believing how ground control uh, allowed them to, like, strap rocket launchers on, on their wings. Because uh, that doesn't seem like regular the, procedure. You
2: know, the thing is, this is the 1940s. Right. And also, he did get permission uh, w- with his superiors to do this. And, like, they've been doing it before he even got there. Right. And he just actually was successful in doing it. I know.
1: But it seems very far-fetched that he'd be able to, like, reliably build a trigger system to launch six bazookas... From from a little grasshopper plane. But that, that's just me. That's that's my suspicion.
2: There are pictures of it, and I've seen it. It's, it's it's so so jank.
1: Oh my goodness! It's like really jank. Like like Doc Brown jank or or Iron Man more like jank. MacGyver
2: jank because they were
1: Yeah, MacGyver, Mr. Barely work. Okay, that that's the, that's the only things I got questions for. Mm-hmm. What about you? So with Ivan,
2: your thing. Uh, s- I didn't know McDonald's
1: served chicken
2: wings and thighs. neither Neither did I. I don't I was, think they do that anymore, do they? No, that's probably why. <laughs> yeah, that's probably <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was like, how come, like, I've, I've never said foot in a McDonald's ever. No, you have. have when you I have. was like,
0: two. <laughs> so that never, ever turns into I, yeah. ones.
2: <laughs> so, but yeah, and I have was like, wait, they don't do that. They have chicken nuggets, but I never do that. So maybe the, I yeah, guess that's you why that's why they, uh, they, they didn't that's why they don't do it anymore but because when, when you were telling the story I, was, I thought you were talking about chicken nuggets oh no no but yeah but mighty yeah.
0: wings yeah.
2: fried chicken oh but, but I, I'm actually I was surprised that McDonald's actually used real chicken and fried it there because usually you know McDonald's they it's like either frozen microwaved and or processed like heavily so like, I, Or
0: warmed up by s- some uh, employees sitting on it. it like,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, it actually does look like how it looks like. You know? you Maybe walk, that's why. You walk over <laughs> to the counter, can I have a chicken nugget? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <"Sits> <laughs> up. It's like, oh. <laughs> Sits up. like, yeah, sure. It's been in the, the pre-bake
0: oven. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that would be cool. It's like a chair, but then you put food in it, and when you sit down, it generates heat, so it cooks it.
0: So then you're actually still doing work mm. while sitting down so mcdonald's employees
2: could just sit down all day yeah but yeah that that was pretty interesting I, that that mcdonald's used to do that <laughs> uh davis yeah davis, you on the other hand um interesting quotes and they're, they're british not all of them are british <laughs> some all of them Brit- are canadian mm-hmm. yeah but i mean mm. it seems like You could have just made those quotes up yourselves and stuck them in there.
1: I'm not that clever to come up with something so bold.
2: Exactly. And that's why the jokes themselves are bad. (laughs)
0: Were the commentators so clever,
2: though? Was it just the commentators telling really bad jokes, or was it Davis trying to make up a fake commentator's comment?
1: And that also isn't funny. It's just weird how they would say something like that. So out of left field.
2: Commentators say weird things. I remember there was this guy. It was his first time commentating. Uh, a basketball game and he was just doing really bad <laughs> and so so this commentator was commentating on this NBA game and the guy th- uh, threw a, a three-pointer and he was like hey and uh, boom goes the dynamite
0: <laughs> 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 was that's like terrible. Was on this like cringe compilation I was like oh that's oh, so bad that, and uh, yikes. boom goes the dynamite <laughs> And, wow, look, there's a swish from left field, and... And There's, like... Man, that really (laughs) tickled my elbow. There's, like, like no... There's no energy in it, so... That's 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 what it reminded me of.
1: At least it's better than... Let me get this one up. At least it's better than saying, I can see the carrot at the end of the tunnel.
2: Yeah, maybe there was a carrot that hopped the fence and was streaking over there, you know?
1: So
0: bum. I was was actually going to ask the same thing that Davis asked, but then considering he already asked that, I'm just going to ask, like... Wait, did you mention, like, he had any uh, any other background prior to becoming a reconnaissance flyer?
2: Uh, no, he was a history teacher.
0: Before he was a flyer? Yeah, and then, he, like, he was... And he then he went he back.
2: Was, he was said in, like, history books, he was, like, a smart dude, was very calm before he became a mad dude. And then took flight training and worked his way up there. And even though he was a very experienced pilot, they kept putting him on, on like, the reconnaissance missions which he didn't like
0: so then he as an experienced, well he he gained experience by flying so he had no other he wasn't a flyer he was just a history
2: teacher who enlisted okay cool and history teacher when he died
0: so (laughs) David yeah (laughs) Yeah, that was coming (laughs) so David what's up I um yeah were they all British
1: no (laughs) there's it only just says like two of them were British the other ones I have no idea okay maybe one was australian like where did you get the idea to just get like compilation because it's of, just of pete of commentators because it's olympics time or it would have been i think was, was there olympics this year and then it's just you know a big topic about the weird stuff some commentators say during the olympics hmm, relevant that's topic. that's true so these were
0: said during the olympics
1: yeah th- they're commenting on it wow that is very sad and, but and they, I do, would
0: be, I am embarrassed for them. But then and do we actually listen
1: to the comments that they make? No, actually we... it just goes in one
0: ear and out the other. Yeah, we're just like so
1: riveted, like, come on, guy from our country or lady from our country, you better win. You gotta win. Gotta that's win. what we're thinking oh, about. you will
2: bring great shame on our country. Or not. Or not. No, they will. So, my vote is for... Wait, let's all say it at once.
0: Yes, that'll be good. That, okay. that won't be confusing at all. That's not. That's not bad for an audio medium.
1: Three, 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 two, one, Davis. bum! Hey, there we go. We got bum. Hey, I thought you were think on my we side. I think we got it.
0: I think we got it. All right, ladies uh, and gentlemen, we go. All right, uh, we found out who the liar was. All right, uh, or so about, you else? thought.
1: Reveal
2: time! Whoa, I'm Wait. disappointed, <laughs> <you> guys. <laughs> what?
0: That we found out it was
2: you. No, it was not me. No. it's oh. Davis it because, is it is
0: davis yeah, davis totally faked us i <laughs> sorry guys but Ivan, i mean you away. betrayed me It's I, so wanted, obvious. I wanted to see what would happen you know i had a literal 50 50 you had to spice it up <laughs> you had to spice it, <laughs>
2: up. Had to
1: spice it Wait, up why did bum, you vote no. for bum though
2: like everything was right and
1: everything i was don't know like was wrong.
0: i was just thinking like he could have changed this one small fact
1: but yeah, I'm surprised you guys didn't, uh, didn't catch it, on to this. For me, it was obvious that it was yeah. Davis because... Yeah. Uh, I even had like 2007 men's 5K marathon, 2010 ten- tennis doubles, 2009 so, Hong Kong Olympics. So
2: what's so fake about this uninteresting story? So
1: these are, <laughs> these are real stories from real people. And they really actually commented you know these things, but it wasn't all about the Olympics. These are just a compilation of NBC casters that said really weird things while commenting on different things different sports oh i just took so it so they weren't olympic labs. some casters. of them were olympics okay olympic casters but so you
2: just changed the olympics i, I just to regular-
1: i just made the addition of you know adding adding olympic to everything but not all of them were about olympics
2: so so ivan yeah chicken chicken how did a chicken head well it's mcdonald's you know what? Yeah, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> I, I don't, that's That would be perfectly normal. Yeah, yeah, it's perfectly normal for a McDonald's. For a McDonald's.
1: Sounds about right. And
2: perfectly normal to strap six bazookas onto your plane.
1: And it's perfectly normal to say, Bill Frindle has done a bit of mental arithmetic with his calculator. Mm-hmm. Another one was like, uh, like, uh, Juan Capra... Goes down the 50 meter dash. He spreads his legs and shows his class or something like that. <laughs>
2: I, don't Ooh, I, to, I don't want to know what his class there's, is. I want to know what his class is.
1: Yeah, you can edit that one out.
2: So, thank you all for coming here.
0: In all a day's work, everyone can make a change.
2: And don't forget, get Blue Tape and follow us on CastBox, Spotify, iTunes, and keep tweeting. If you tweet at all. (laughs) If you have Twitter. Even if you don't have Twitter, tweet. Oh, also, uh, we're on Instagram on uh, So
1: so There Was was, Podcast.
0: So There Was Podcast, yeah. Check us out on all platforms of social media.
1: So we hope that's enjoyable. Tell us what you think in the comments. And as always, remember to check your facts and watch your back.
2: And don't forget to strap them bazookas. Stay strapped, everyone. (laughs) Stay (laughs)
1: strapped.